Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello, welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm joined by the fabulous Regold. How are you, Re? Life is good over here, Miss Stacey. How are you? I am very well. Looking forward to heading in your direction to come to the Dance Life Teacher Conference, but I'm also going to be so excited to experience Soul, which is the first, the, this is the first time we're doing Soul, and today's podcast episode is brought to you by Soul. Reed, tell everybody about what Soul is. Soul is the first ever conference, conference, it's not a competition, not a convention, for dancers their parents as well as teachers and similar to a conference the dancers and the parents will have options uh the kids have seminars that will help to guide them into college dance programs seminars for those who are apprentice or assistant teachers We have a child psychologist coming in to talk about confidence and being strong with who you are and acceptance. So many what I would call cool things as well as dance classes. I mean, we're going to have ballet, tap jazz, contemporary and all of those things, but more of a sharing the whole world of dance with kids and all the possibilities that dance could bring their way or does bring their way beside that like ultimate goal of being a dance professional there are other career paths there are other ways to pursue your passion honestly i can't wait to make this event happen and I think it's awesome for dance teachers who would normally attend Regold's Dance Life Conference to then be able to also share that conference experience with their students. So they get to have a couple of days to themselves doing lots of learning and then their students can join them and they can do that together. Such an awesome experience. It's happening at the end of July in 2022. Can people book their spot right now, Ree? Yes, they can. And uh, you can check out more at regold.com backslash soul it's that easy do check it out teachers or studio owners that are listening there's a brochure download to distribute to the parents perfect so yes i uh would love to uh see all of you there I love that we're all getting together to join in, you know, to join in the joy that is dance. But as dance studio owners and dance teachers in this particular time, when we're not together for a fabulous conference, I think people are feeling a little bit tired, Ree. I think people are feeling a little bit stressed. I think there's a lot of grumpy people getting about. Are you feeling the same thing on your side of the world? I have to say, I stay in a lot since the pandemic and <laughs> instead of uh, having an office at this point, we are all virtual, all of my employees. So I'm inside and not interacting other than Zoom and other things uh, most of the time. But the answer to your question is yes, all of the studio owners that I'm working with and teachers that I have seminars or conversations with during the day they are feeling 
like some feel like they just can't do anything right that mm. that their clientele is is complaining about things or asking questions that they didn't ask before or stressing out about something that nobody would have stressed out about two years ago and we're you know my philosophy is we're always professional yes it's it's hard for everybody <laughs> to stay professional during this time it's um, exhausting right it it is and uh I'll add to it, then we'll talk some more about it. I also hear from teachers that kids, especially teens, are grumpy, hmm. are, are distant, reactive in a way they may not have been before. So... I just, I feel like, what are we calling this? We're going to call this people are in a bad mood. <laughs> and so what does that mean for us? I look at it as if we know where the majority stand, we need to, I'm not going to say combat it, because that's not the right word, but we need to approach it by saying, wow, I feel like you're really stressed out about this. Is it only that we ended five minutes late today, or is there something more going on? Or you seem really stressed and you know what this is a happy place so i want you to be happy can we talk about this sometime yep i think we can't approach the disgruntled parent with a disgruntled reaction and that's hard sometimes right i think they're expecting more than that from us and the irony is, Ray, that when we were all, you know, out of our studios, we couldn't get into our studios. We all we wanted was that connection with our people. We we thought that when we got back to the studio, everybody would just be so pleased to be there that all of the old issues that people would have will would have disappeared. That everyone will just be grateful for the opportunity to be in the room. And that hasn't played out, has it? I mean, it has for some people, but but I'm I'm finding that there's there's more people than I expected where it's it hasn't played out like that. This is what I think. I think we did what we could do to play this right. Kids have done it as well, so have the parents. But it's this lingering, consistent unknowing that's unnerving people yeah. and it has i mean we, we're we're talking studios here uh, i'm sure it's having an effect in restaurants i mean you hear about what is going on on the airlines or on flights it's it's this it's the rage and you would think it wouldn't be present in dance 
And maybe it is a little bit, but maybe it's up to us, like I said, to have an awareness and approach it, no matter how hard it is, mm. with a, okay, take a deep breath. This isn't happening because there's something wrong with me. This is happening because this person is under pressure. Yeah. And perhaps sometimes that information is not, you know, you're not having a face-to-face conversation. Perhaps somebody just throws that email at you with all of that, their hurt and rage and fury. And then you're, you know, sitting on the couch (laughs) and you get the email. I think it's important to remember in those moments exactly what you said. This is not necessarily about me. There may be something else going on. And perhaps not, that's not the right thing to email back to them. But I think it's a really important thing to know in your mind because you're going to sleep better at night if you're reminded that, hey, this is actually, yes, we may, you know, yes, there may be areas of our business that we can improve, but mostly the rage and fury that came from that, that parent was probably not to do with us and to do with something different. And you can write them back and say, I know that this is sucking up your, uh, I don't know, it maybe goes against your ego, but writing them back and saying, I might have expressed that differently, but I get your point and I appreciate you letting me know. Mm-hmm. And then you just diffused it. Yeah. Because I think some of the people, even though they don't know it, subliminally expect they're going to go back and forth now. Yeah. Like they've. They're ready to go. They've opened the door and they're ready for you to open your door and both of you are going to keep slamming. Yeah. Okay. When in reality, it's like, wow, that was something I had never thought about before. Um, I appreciate your perspective. Oh, these are good sentences, right? It. I'm writing that down. I've never thought about that before. I appreciate your perspective because that doesn't say I'm going to go and change my policies and procedures and I'm going to put your child in the front row and I'm going to, you know, move the Thursday tap class to Wednesday because it suits you better. But it says, I hear you, you're heard, thank you, and it helps diffuse it. And I know what I'm about to say. Maybe somebody's like, oh, I can't do that. But do you know how many times over the last six months I have said to somebody, wow, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Or just, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not wrong. I'm sorry. If we can get to that place, because I am sorry. I'm sorry you feel this way. I may disagree with your perspective, as we called it a second ago, 100%. But I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. People don't know what to do. Mm. You know, Brene- and I think, go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, Brene. Brown quote. Surprise, surprise. 
<laughs> so I'm like her biggest super fan. But Brene often says if you don't work your stuff out yourself, you work your stuff out on other people. And sometimes that email Ooh. is just people working their stuff out on you. Or that argument in the foyer is just people working their stuff out on you. She doesn't use the word stuff. She uses a different S word. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you repeat that one more time? I'd like to make sure that everybody heard that loud and clear because it's really good in my opinion. If well, Brene's the best. If you don't work your stuff out yourself, you end up working it out on other people. So you've got to do the work on your anger and your frustration and your bad mood with your therapist or, you know, with your journaling or with your deep breathing or whatever it is, whatever your tools in your tool bag are to get yourself feeling okay. Because if you don't, you go around the world working your stuff out on other people. And we all have people like that in our lives, Ree, that work their stuff out on other people. I'm sure you've got people coming to mind. I definitely do. I'd see them coming when they're heading into the studio. But hey, I'll throw this back at you. You're probably this way and I'm probably this way too. We're guilty of doing it sometimes with other people. 100%. 100%. I'm, uh, I'm guilty. So then that makes me a little more empathetic, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that empathy and that understanding in this time is really is really important because whilst we've all been through the same pandemic, the way that we've been through it differs for everybody. You know, some people were in lockdown in, you know, in really small apartments. Some people were in lockdown in really big houses. Some people were able to leave to exercise. Some people had nowhere to exercise. Some people had, you know, I just think the situations, whilst we all went through the same thing, the way that happened is quite different. Very true. And, you know, I, I don't want any of our listeners to feel like, wow, they don't realise we're still in lockdown. Some of our Canadian friends are still dealing with lockdown. Yep. I know Australia may be out where you are right now, but has opened and closed different, what do you call them? Are they territories? What do you call? States. Provinces. Well, we've got states. states? And, you we, have states. We've got states and territories just to mix it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's how they closed, right? By a region or a state or a territory? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's lots of. Lots of arguing going on in Australia because there's border closures. So you might live five minutes from somebody else, but if it, you have to cross a border to get there, then you can't you can't go to the other side. Mm. Yes, so so we're all still dealing with this, and I think that's another reason that I mean we say it this way: people are in a bad mood because it's just too damn long to stay positive. Mm. I had somebody say to me, Reed, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Sometimes this is wicked hard. And it made me think about, no, it's not always rainbows and sunshine. 
but can we portray that it is as much as we can in our professional life? Because that's what's needed of us now. Mm. Yeah, especially for the kids. Those kids that walk in to dance, yeah. they don't necessarily need that authenticity all the time. Sometimes they just need someone to pep them up. Yeah. Um, there was a post I saw on, it was on one of our pages that someone put up that said something to the effect of that six-year-old that you are now teaching has never been in a nursery school, has never been in a kindergarten. They're like two years behind in social skills, educational skills. And you bring that all the way up, the ages of the kids that we teach. Mm. It's kind of a mess for them. We, we have kids that have never, if you have a preschool, uh, let's say a four or five-year-old class, they have never interacted with other children. Mm. Uh, they didn't go to the playground. They didn't do those things. So the mentality in how we teach is going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we need to keep that in mind when we're in the studio because sometimes we just think things are going back to normal. But it's a very new normal. Okay, that's it. I was uh, was going to jump in and say that to you. We're never going back to what it was. Now, you could call that normal if you want to. But there were things in my mind that were not normal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't see them as not normal at the time. Yeah. And we are in a new normal. And we need to embrace what that is instead of being fearful about it. How do we live in this new normal? How do we offer our product and service in this new normal? How do we, when we know that our clientele is experiencing stress in their lives, how do we make it that everything about the studio is joy? Yeah. And I know that we can really do that for the kids, but I'm even talking when a parent comes into the studio, is it a vibe that's like, ah, some, some no tension here. Yeah. I, I love being here and just seeing how happy everybody is because people feel it. It's a vibe. Yeah. And I think we can make a positive impact. I like the idea of the studio being a highlight of a parent's week. That they jump, you know, they come into the foyer and they say, I like to be here. This is, you know, being around this positive energy is a highlight for my week. Those people stay. Those people stick around. And for those listening, some still don't have parents in their lobby, by the way, but for those listening who always say, I love it. And you know what I have to say? I admit I was kind of this person at one time. I love it when I don't see the parents or they don't come in and and they just drop off their kids and pay their bill and let me do my thing. Yes, I, I like that because I feel like they're respecting me. 
to do what's right by their child. They're not going to interfere. Yep. But I think our attitude on that needs to change a little bit. I think in the last podcast, we talked about building community. And for, yes, for people who come into our waiting room, the parents or the lobby, as you might call it, um, couldn't it be that it's just this really cool experience and there's no vibe of, oh, the parents are out there. Instead, it's the vibe of, hey, you guys, how are you? It's so good to see you. There's coffee over there in the corner if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a nice way to end, because that's the kind of vibe that you get. You know, I hope that you get when you come into my studio, but it's definitely the vibe that you get when you walk into the Dance Life Teacher Conference and that the dancers will be getting when they're walking into Seoul. And today's episode is, of course, brought to you by Seoul, which is happening after the Dance Life Teacher Conference in Connecticut next year. I do hope that any dance teachers who love coming to Reese Conference will then bring their students along as well. It's going to be an incredible experience, not just for the dancers, but for the parents too and for your teachers. So you can sign up right now by going to regold.com slash soul. Awesome. Um, I know I'm supposed to say enjoy the journey, which I'm going to say, but Stacy <laughs> and our listeners, Stacy, you make the best transitions. I never know <laughs> where we're going next. You come up with a way to bring up the conference. I love it. So with that said, I'm going to say to our listeners, enjoy the journey. Thanks, Ray. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining us for Re Gold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 